You're listening to the Be Well, Be Wild podcast. I'm Jenny Wolf, and with over 13 years of coaching experience, I know a thing or two about transforming the way you live, love, and lead. If you're looking to wildly upgrade your life, relationships, productivity, mental, physical, spiritual well-being, then you're in the right place. My goal on this podcast is to show you how to authentically leverage greater well-being, connection, and leadership to create true joy and lasting success at home and work. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, skills, and mindset shifts required to say bye to the status quo life and hello to being well and wildly successful. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. So today's episode should hopefully be short, but I'm going to get to the point so that I can give you guys some practical, helpful, useful tips when it comes to feeling behind. If you are someone that has ever felt behind, or perhaps you have that lingering, nagging feeling in the back of your mind that you are just always falling short, running behind, you always whether it's like relating to time or relating to your goals or just like things in general, then this episode is all for you. So I first want to just think about the risks associated with feeling this way. So it's something that I often hear my clients talk about. We talk about it in Wild and Wild Method, where people just often have this running feeling in the back of their mind that they're falling short, that they're behind, and that they're always playing catch up. Well, some risks that are associated with that, you might just notice your energy is starts to shift when you're coming from that place. But the risk with that is that it just always feels exhausting. I mean, it feels like you're never winning, right? It's like almost thinking like you're running a marathon and you're just, it's never ending. So the one of the biggest mistakes with this is that there's usually a moving target when it comes to feeling behind that there's not really a clear picture of what you're even shooting for what your expectations are what the timeline is for the thing that you're going after and so it becomes elusive it becomes this moving target where of course you feel behind and it's almost like a trick that you play on yourself that makes you get into action because it's like if you think to yourself, oh, if I'm falling behind, I got to hurry up. I got to work harder. I got to move faster. So we use this or we can call this like a strategy that gets you moving in the direction that you want to go. However, it can be damaging, right? Because if we're never feeling like we're ahead or we're never feeling like we are accomplishing anything or it's never basically good enough, never on time, never whatever it is, then that becomes exhausting. It feels like you never have a win. It's just as if you were to tell a kid all the time to do something, you know, that they're never doing anything right. They're never doing anything on time. Like over time, that would feel pretty demeaning. So I want you to think about how you're talking to yourself when you are feeling behind. What are the types of things that you're saying to yourself? What does that actually what does that conversation sound like within your mind? And you can start to see what are some of the damaging things that happen. So I like to think of it like this. We never do anything that doesn't benefit us in some way. 
even if it's a painful way, but it's a way to get us moving. So for example, this whole idea of feeling behind is really, like I said earlier, a strategy to get you in action. So it benefits you because it gets you moving. It gets you in action. However, it's not a sustainable tool. So consider that this feeling was something that you perhaps used to do in school, in your life at some point that caused you to win. And now you continue to pick up that tool, but it's really not as useful as it used to be. It's useful sometimes, but not all the time, right? So I know that this has tainted my life in terms of feeling behind in certain things, but I also hear my clients say this a lot where they're just like, gosh, I feel like I just have so much to do. I need to get so much done and I'm feeling behind. I think this is also really common with entrepreneurs because there's always things to do within the business. You could always do more. And that feeling can can really bring a lot of weight and pressure into our lives, which is really just this mental construct, this thing that we've made up in our mind to get us to move. So I want you to see this is really a story that you're telling yourself that, yes, it benefits you in some ways, but from a sustainable standpoint, and that's where I'm interested in helping my clients and you is to actually create sustainable success, sustainable health, sustainable happiness, sustainable wealth in your life, not just let me win once and then be done. So we're trying to create new beliefs, new stories that will allow us to create that sustainable feeling that we're actually looking for. And it does not mean that we're never going to feel bad. It does not mean that, but it just means that this constant nagging feeling, feeling behind us is not useful. So when this often, when this comes up with my clients, this is the story that I usually come back to. So it is a, it's an older story, it's an Egyptian story, and I'm probably not going to get a spot on. So if you actually know it, then just excuse me, I'm going to get the gist of it. So basically this Egyptian pharaoh summons his two young nephews to build massive pyramids, two massive pyramids, one each. And he said that whoever builds the pyramid will become king. I think that's what it was. And give them all the riches. So the only condition that he told them is that they have to build this by themselves. So think of it this way. They have this task of building this pyramid, which is a monumental task, and they have to do it by themselves. So one of the brothers gets to work right away. He starts building um, with heavy stones, putting it in a square formation, and a few months later, he completes the foundation, um, and he looks over to see the plot where his brother is supposed to be building his pyramid, and there is nothing. It's empty. And he's like, what is he doing? It's like, this makes no sense. And he thinks to himself, you know, I'm winning. This is good. Like, you know, I'm going to be able to do this. But he also tells his brother, like, hey, look, it's really important. Like, you need to start doing this. Like, you're disrespecting him. Like, this is not good. So anyway, the brother that had already built part of his pyramid continues to build his pyramid brick by brick, really heavy bricks. He's getting really tired. And I think it's like a year goes by and he's like on the second, you know, level. And he realizes that he is so tired. He cannot, he cannot go to the next level. He doesn't know how he's going to do that. 
So he starts to train to get stronger. He starts working with somebody to learn how to build stronger muscles. And eventually he comes back. He starts to build his pyramid again and looks over at his brother's lot and sees him come out with this very large apparatus where it has all these levers and these pulleys that will support him to build his full pyramid. And he starts building the pyramid. He builds the first layer in a month. And then he builds the second layer. And meanwhile, his brother is just training to get stronger so that he can build his pyramid higher. But it's not sustainable. His approach is not sustainable. The other brother that went to build the lever, his approach is sustainable. And I want you to just think for a moment that that brother, if he went out and started looking with the apparatus, the one with the apparatus, if he went out and looked at his other brother, he would immediately say to himself, oh my gosh, I'm behind, right? Or if you think about the brother that is building his pyramid and he's like, I'm ahead. I mean, both of these stories that we tell ourselves can be twisted, right? So this story is usually told under this idea of work smarter, not harder. And while that is very true and I'm totally behind that, I also think it just, it, it, depicts this idea where we sometimes might be looking at other people or other things thinking that we're behind when we're really working smarter or we're doing it in a way that is what I would think what's working smarter is a more sustainable way. Something that is going to last longer. It's going to leave a legacy. That's going to um, allow you to really create the life that you truly want, with the freedom that you want, with your well-being intact. But so many people just go to the races right away and just get to work because they think work hard, right? Hard work pays off, which, okay, we could argue that all day. We can rationalize anything. But I want you to hear this from the lens of getting behind, of that feeling of getting behind is starting to ask yourself, what are your expectations for yourself? What is the actual goal for you? What really matters to you? And are you someone that perhaps is planting those seeds? And if you can answer the question, if you can answer that question and say, yes, like I'm actually moving towards my goal, but maybe on my plot and land to use that, the story, like perhaps you don't see the pyramid built yet. You don't see the results yet, but you know that there's going to be a tipping point because you're doing the groundwork. And if you're doing the groundwork, trusting that. Trusting that you have planted the seeds and it is going to work in your favor. So this leads me to some solutions around like, let's just look at these three things. I'd already mentioned a few of them. So you might be picking up on them. But when you are feeling behind, ask yourself, according to what timeline and what expectations? Because if you have that moving target or that moving timeline, then you're always going to feel behind. I realized I had a client one time that we set a goal. We started using like a tracker and this is what worked for her. I provide all these different tools for my clients depending on what they feel like will work for them and support them. And we use this tracker to like track some habits that she really wanted to start doing. And and we basically came up with a grading system and I have this whole thing that I, that I will do, that I do with her. And it was funny because I think we were coaching, uh, we were in Wild Wild Up, and so we were coaching, you know, I would talk to her like once a month. 
And um, one of the things that I realized is um, her grades started going down. And I was like, why is it going down? Because I'm looking at your tracker and you actually are, you're doing more habits than you were when you originally started. And she goes, oh, yeah, well, I added more in. And she's like, and so now I'm, I have more to do, but I'm, I'm not getting them done. And I was like, oh my gosh. So as soon as she, she started winning, she added more things, in. which, okay, like for some of us, that's a good idea, but usually not right away. We don't want to just like up the ante right away. We need to have that time to integrate. So my point is, is that we will move our expectations, even when we're tracking them, which is the funny thing. Like I was watching her and I'm like, I kind of like, where else have you done this in your life? She was like, oh, I do it everywhere. She was like, I got a promotion at work. And I immediately was like, what's the next promotion I get? I can get, you know, so it's like we will move the target so that we just feel like we're always behind. So start to check your expectations, start to check your timeline around things. This is why it's really important to write down our goals and to really meet ourselves where we're at. Thinking around like, okay, what is actually attainable for me within this time frame? What is something that I can definitely achieve? Set yourself up for success. Going back to that episode, if you've not read that or if you've not listened to that one. Um, and then the second thing is tracking your progress, tracking your wins. And this is actually celebrating your wins. This would probably, I would mark this as the most important for if you're experiencing feeling behind. I would ask, hey, when was the last time that you celebrated something that you you achieved? Small or large, it doesn't even matter. And for most people, they would probably say, I don't know, I mean, it's not really worth it. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's not the big of a deal. Or, well, I don't have time to do that. Or I don't even know what was my last thing that I achieved because I'm not tracking my progress or I didn't write the thing down. So I encourage you to find one thing that you achieved already this past month, for example, this past week. Today, what is one thing that you achieved? Celebrate it. Share it with somebody. Tell them, hey, look, I'm really proud of myself. I did this thing today. I spoke up at work. I recorded an episode. I posted something on Instagram. I went for a walk. I was able to have a calm conversation with my husband without blowing up. I you know, actually prioritized something for me today. I did my breath work. I did my meditation. I journaled. I listened to a podcast. Hey, look, you're listening to this episode right now. That's a win because you're doing something for yourself. So I want you to see, I'm giving you those examples just so that you can start to see, oh my gosh, I did have a lot of wins today. What are all these things that are actually supporting me that you know, if I recognize, if I took some time, perhaps I want to feel like I'm always falling behind. And yes, it doesn't mean like just because we're celebrating. And this is what's really important to remember. Just because you celebrate something doesn't mean that you're not going to keep it. Or just because you celebrate something doesn't mean that like you're not moving forward or you're not going to do the next thing. It doesn't mean that it's the end of it, right? <laughs> we always think of like, you know, I don't know, we think of school like this. It's like you celebrate once you graduate, right? It's like you do all of this stuff and then you celebrate. But these little tiny moments in between really make a difference. It can also just be a solo practice. You don't have to tell anyone. 
I'm not looking like we're not what I'm not talking about here is like just a participation award. Like if that's where you're at with just like showing up for something like that's great and it is a win. But you got to be honest with yourself too here around like tracking your progress, knowing like, hey, that was actually hard for me and I move forward on it. And recognizing that in yourself. Okay, the last one is trusting your timing. This one is huge when it comes to feeling behind because just like the story of the pyramids, you know, if he just trusted like, hey, you know what, I'm going to trust that my process is going to work. So trusting your process, trusting the timing, trusting yourself. If he didn't trust himself and his process, then what do you think would have happened? He probably would have just given up. He would have looked out at his brother who had already built the first level and been like, oh, I'm not there yet. So trust your timing, trust your process. And I want to leave you with this quote that I love, I often think about, which is both faith and fear require you to believe in something you cannot see. So I really think about this when it comes to trusting your timing, because you could totally make up a story that, hey, fear, I'm falling behind. That's just a story you're telling yourself. You cannot see it. You don't know if it's true. Or you can believe, you know what? I'm right where I need to be. This is my process. This is my path. And I also, action is important, okay? I'm also taking action towards the things that really matter to me. I'm celebrating them a long way. So I hope that this episode supports you to get out of your own way around feeling behind And recognize that there's so much more to that story and there's a better story for you that would actually serve you and get you in action. And it doesn't have to be from this exhausting place that is not sustainable. All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you took some value from today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the inspiration on Instagram by following along at Wellwolf or visiting the website at wellwolf.com. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, be well, be wild.